Welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast, where we feature conversations with entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and artists. Well, welcome back to the Agents of Innovation podcast. This is now episode 118, and I am your host, Francisco Gonzalez. You know, normally uh, in the first 117 episodes of this podcast, I've had a guest, a guest entrepreneur. Uh, but today I'm going to try something a little different and uh, see if you like it to bring you some short podcast uh, with uh, with just me giving you some updates on some of the things I've been up to, some of the things I've been observing, and also some reflections on some of the interactions I've had with many entrepreneurs, both on this podcast, in the Fearless Journeys community that I founded and lead, and also uh, just many of the different entrepreneurs I meet on pretty much a weekly basis. Uh, so, you know, just welcoming you back. It's been almost two months since I released the last episode. So, for those of you who are subscribed and listening, uh, I want to thank you. And I also want to say sorry uh, if you've missed me a little bit. A couple of the reasons for the, uh, you know, the length of time here usually I released one or two episodes a month, but, uh, you know, I've had a pretty busy schedule. And we're going to get into some of that as well. I've also had a couple guests who I have scheduled who um, actually had to postpone uh, for many different reasons, some for travel, some because they're uh, trying to raise money for their businesses. We'll hear from some of those people, I'm sure, very soon in the coming weeks and months because we will have them on the podcast. Uh, So uh, if you do have any guests uh, that you might want to suggest for me, please do continue to send them my way. That's usually not a problem for me. It's usually uh, just a, a scheduling issue sometimes. Um, but if you are not yet subscribed to this podcast, I want to ask you to do that right now. You know, that really helps um, do that. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast or watching on YouTube or any of the other platforms you may be you know, listening to this on, please do subscribe on those platforms. It'll give you the automatic alerts and it also help the rating of this podcast as well. And if you do have a chance to write a short review, that could be a comment on YouTube or a review on Apple Podcast or even on Spotify, that would be really helpful too. Again, those reviews really, really um, spike up the podcast in the ratings. So please take a moment right now, if you can subscribe to the podcast. And before you're done listening to it today, uh, maybe you could write a review as well. I really appreciate that. And you know, consider actually forwarding either this interview or one of my past interviews uh, to somebody who you think would find it of interest. I think that would be uh, really helpful as well to continuing to spread the word of the Agents of Innovation podcast. So let's review 2022, if we will. Um, well, 2022, obviously, I started this year uh, back in Guatemala. And, um, you know, as many of you know, I, I actually um, lived and worked and taught at a university in Guatemala in most of 2021. And, um, and then I went back there in January and February of this year, 2022, to teach another class at the prestigious university, Universidad Francisco Marroquin, where I taught classes in entrepreneurship and innovation. And um, really, it was my third semester teaching there, and I wasn't really going to go back in 2022, but they offered me an opportunity to come do another class. And they said, Francisco, you could just come here for a month, and you could teach the class every day instead of doing it you know, once or twice a week. 
uh, for many weeks. So I was like, great, I'm all in. I did it. So it was a lot of fun. But while I was there, uh, I start. I also did some um, recordings of podcasts. A few of those recordings I actually did in the fall of 2021 and didn't release them until this year, 2022, because uh, I was working my way to 100 episodes. And uh, we we hit 100 episodes exactly a year ago now. And then the first 10 episodes of the Agents of Innovation podcast were all from entrepreneurs in Guatemala. They were all interviews from with entrepreneurs and innovators in Guatemala. And, you know, uh, it was just really cool to go through them. And uh, first of all, I want to thank one of my students, uh, Luis David, uh, who who basically uh, was available to record, help me record those podcasts. And he did all the video recording. So that really sparked us getting this podcast up on YouTube. Previously, I had done some short clips on YouTube for the Agents of Innovation page on YouTube. And so if you haven't been there, you could see like a ton of little short clips from this podcast. You know, uh, didn't start doing that when we started the podcast seven and a half years ago, but, you know, have started doing it a couple of years ago with some short clips. And especially when COVID started, uh, put some of those clips on YouTube. I didn't really want to put the full episodes on YouTube, you know, even when COVID started. Um, but this year with such a great video uh, producer and video uh, recorder, I guess you could say, uh, in my in my student, Luis David Lopez, um, it was uh, it was really great to have him available to do that. And he took some amazing videos. So we put the entire videos and they're really high quality uh, on YouTube. So that helped spark uh, the Agents of Innovation YouTube page with a lot of views. Uh, earlier this year for those 10 episodes from Guatemala. And we had some some really great people on. And we started with two. Well, let's see. The first episode I had, I actually started with an American who's living in Guatemala. That was episode 101 with Jake Denberg. He is the chef and owner of Jake's Restaurant. Um, I got to know Jake while I was in Guatemala. And I've since taken three Fearless Journeys groups uh, group trips to Guatemala, and we've always eaten at Jake's restaurant. He has a really wonderful story, and he really loves Guatemala. He's been there since 1983. Um, he's a he started his career as an artist in New Jersey and New York, went into culinary arts as well, and um, it just has a really great story. So I encourage you to go back to listen to episode 101. Then I on episode 102. We interviewed uh, one of my favorite people in Guatemala, Alex Buitron, who is the owner of the Caranto Cigar Lounge, Caranto Cigar Club, I should say, in Guatemala City Zone 4. And uh, we had a great time talking about his role as an ambassador to the Dominican Republic um, about 10 or 12 years ago. And when he came back, you know, six, seven, eight years ago now, to Guatemala, he he came back with a love of the leaf, the love of cigars, and decided to open a cigar club in Guatemala City. Uh, and I spent a lot of time at Caranto when I lived there, and I met a lot of people through there. One of the people I met was somebody who had on episode 103, and that was Diego Harkin. He's a young Guatemalan chef and owner of the Cabell restaurant, but he also has an amazing like convention center catering you could have amazing meetings and have amazing food uh, in Guatemala City. And so he's got a great restaurant there. We Again, we also bring the group trips to Cabell Restaurant. And our most recent group trip just a few weeks ago in December, we spent 
an amazing evening with Diego on our welcoming night or opening night. He also represents a lot of different wine brands, particularly some wines from Argentina, where he tends to go down there about once every year or two uh, to Mendoza. So uh, he shared with us some of those wines as well. And you could see uh, his story on episode 103. And then on episode 104, you're actually going to meet somebody who I lived with for about six months in Guatemala, my friend Pierre Oden. Um, I got to know Pierre and learned really, he really had a really cool entrepreneurial story himself. And he is the owner of the Piedras Surf Shop in Guatemala City. Now, the beach is a couple hours away from Guatemala City, and there's amazing surf both in Guatemala and not too far away in El Salvador. But what happens when you live in Guatemala City and you go down to the coast for the weekend and you get a little damage on your surfboard? You know, you can leave it there and probably come back weeks or maybe even months later, depending on how often you go down to the coast. But if you live in Guatemala City, you could take it to Piedras Surf Shop. And so we heard about his story, but his story didn't start with surfing. In fact, he hasn't even been a surfer that long. His story starts with agriculture. And he grew up uh, in many different places he lived. He lived in France. He lived in Uruguay. He lived in El Salvador and then Guatemala. So uh, he also had a job in California in agriculture. So he went to a prestigious university in Honduras. <laughs> so there's really amazing things in Pierre's story on episode uh, 104. And then let's see. And then we went to 105. We went to Antigua. We got out of Guatemala City. We went to Antigua and we we went uh, and interviewed the owner of Cayoba Farms, Alex Kronick. Alex's father is from America, but Alex's mother is Guatemalan. And that's where Alex was born. And he had this really innovative idea to just take some some land his family wasn't using and develop it into a farm. And now he has three acres of developed farmland right there in Antigua, 45 more acres, I believe, about 30 minutes away um, from Antigua. And he has an amazing farm-to-table um, restaurant right there in Antigua called Cayoba Farms. And his father, let me tell you, is the, is the even bigger entrepreneur. Maybe I'll have his father on the podcast one day. I was I was able to visit his father's um company called Kyoba Doors, which they produce these amazing artisanal, I would call them wooden doors uh, that mostly sell to the US and you know other places outside Guatemala. So um, it's um, it was amazing. He has probably, you know, Alex's father probably has a couple hundred um, you know, employees there. He has a school for the employees' children. It was and it's about a 20 minute drive outside of Antigua in a little town called Hocatenango. So uh, maybe I'll have uh, Alex's father, Paul, on the podcast at some point in the future. But I was I just wanted you to understand that Alex got his name of his farm, Cayoba Farms, from his father's company, Cayoba Doors. And Cayoba is a kind of wood, uh, particularly grown there in Guatemala. Excuse me, but I'm drinking a little coffee this morning, so you might be hearing a little pause between a few of these uh, descriptions. Well, episode 106, we stayed right there in Antigua and we went to Fernando's Cafe, spelled K-A-F-F-E-E. -E. Uh, Fernando, that's a chocolate and coffee shop, very popular right there in Antigua, been around for, I think, about 25 years. And um, Fernando's originally from Guatemala City, but has lived in Antigua for a while now. And he has a lot of opinions on coffee and chocolate and the economics of Guatemala and uh, importing and exporting. And boy, you could just go on and on. So after I've actually met with Fernando a few times while in Antigua, I said, I need to have you on my podcast. 
So you could have um, you can uh, tell some of these uh, thoughts and opinions to uh, to people listening, and maybe what needs to be done to improve the economy of Guatemala. One thing Alex told. We also brought our group to Alec, both of those restaurants, uh, Cayoba Farms and Fernando's Cafe, just a few weeks ago. And one of the things Fernando told us was, you know, if you take all the economics in Guatemala, all the industry, everything combined, everything they export, uh, coffee, you know, sugar, like whatever it is, everything, their whole economy has together. It does not even equal the amount of dollars coming into the economy from Guatemalans who are living in the U.S. and sending that money back to Guatemala. So pretty incredible. And he said the people who left Guatemala, the Guatemalans that are in the United States, for example, he said those are the real entrepreneurs because they were willing to take a risk and go on their own fearless journey. And um, and and they're they're really the, the hard workers uh, being employed in the U.S. economy and sending a lot of that money back to their family in Guatemala. So a lot of great stories there. Um, I believe it was episode 107 that we had uh, Carlos Sandoval on. He runs an amazing nonprofit organization in Guatemala called Guatemala Prospera. And uh, we talked to him uh, at his offices in Ciudad Cayala. Uh, My friend Rosemary used to work for him, as well as my friend Kyle, uh, who uh, during his stint in Guatemala in 2019, he volunteered there. So that's how I got to know. Well, that's how I know, got to know about Guatemala Prospera, who also does a lot of great work with a great U.S. entrepreneur, uh, John Maxwell. And the John Maxwell Foundation supports their work there in Guatemala. So I first learned of Guatemala Prospera uh, through them. And in episode 108, we visited the San Patricio Coffee Farm in Palencia, about an hour outside, and we sat down with the founder of the farm, uh, who founded it 25 years ago, and that is uh, uh, Beto Reyes, and Beto is also the mayor of Palencia, and he's been mayor now four different terms, I believe, uh, in Palencia, and the people there love him. In fact, I was in Fernando's Cafe a couple weeks ago, and I, one of the, uh, Fernando told me, I think it was one of his employees, was from Palencia, and I said, oh, we just... We just were there. We met with the mayor. She go, he goes, oh, she always talks about how amazing the mayor is. So she happened to walk by a few minutes later, and we mentioned to her that we had actually had uh, lunch and a tour, lunch at the mayor's house and a tour of his farm just a few days earlier. And she just couldn't believe it. She said uh, she just loves that that mayor Beto Reyes. So I was very privileged to get to know Beto and his family and have him on episode one hundred eight, uh, and that was. We also brought our group there all three times uh, on all three of our group trips to Guatemala. And on this particular visit, it was only our like third day in Guatemala or or really our second full day. And one of our travelers, Travis, actually said, I think it was Travis. Somebody said this was worth coming to Guatemala just to come to this farm and have lunch with this family. If nothing else happens great this week, this was entirely worth it. So that was that was really awesome to hear that, and I I agree with him. Um, and then uh, episode one hundred nine this year, we had uh, we were actually episodes one hundred nine and one hundred ten were both both filmed at the Universidad Francisco Marroquin, where I worked and taught for you know almost a year. And on episode 109, I had two women who really represent the university well. One is Monica Zalea, who's the head of the economics department. And she's an author and incredible, uh, incredible intellectual mind. 
And then we also had is um, Isabel uh, on Isa Moño. And um, Isa works. She's a student and an alum. Or sorry, she's an alum of UFM. Actually, everybody that works at UFM is pretty much an alum of UFM. They can't leave. Um, and uh, Monica is an alum of UFM as well. But uh, Isa now works in the CoLab, which is a center for collaboration that teaches students about collaboration. And they bring students from all different disciplines together to collaborate on really cool projects. So she talked to us about her journey of attending UFM, graduating from UFM, some of the things she did after, and then returning to UFM uh, to work and, and now to run uh, the collab there at UFM. So that was great. We had them both on episode 109. And then on episode 110, I had two recent alums, um, Maria Sofia Castillo and um, and then uh, Jose, uh, uh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher his name, but, but we had them on uh, and they both talked about what they're doing in the tech space in Guatemala City. Uh, and so they didn't leave Guatemala. They actually want to improve Guatemala. And they talked to me a lot about uh, what they're doing. And we actually, on this recent group trip to Guatemala, um, we actually invited Maria Sofia Castillo, to, who just goes by uh, Sophie, I think. Uh, we invited her to come and have lunch with our group. And she did. And she informed us that just a few weeks before we were having lunch with her, her company was actually bought by uh, some investors. So she, they retained her as the CEO. So she's still running it, but it was bought. So uh, that's very exciting for her. Uh, she's also actually traveled to Silicon Valley, but again, does not want to move to Silicon Valley. She um, she wants to you know stay in in Guatemala. Uh, so it's um, it's really great to be able to see young people who want to see their country improve and and be able to do that. And it was also to have you know such young innovators uh, like those two on uh, episode one ten of the Agents of Innovation podcast. So that's how we started the year on this podcast with with those ten episodes. And if any of those you have not watched, and maybe something I said today stimulated your interest, I really highly encourage you to go back because one of the things I really wanted to share about the time in Guatemala was how there's just so many amazing people. They're doing really incredible things. Um, they're very hardworking. They're very generous. They're very hospitable. And they really want to improve their country and their communities. And they're staying put and doing just that. And it's this is the way out for a country like Guatemala, which has a lot of people you know, doing very well. I would say the Maybe people who are in the sort of top 10% of income bracket in Guatemala um, are probably doing as well as anyone that you or I know in the United States. Maybe the next 20 or 30% are doing actually pretty well, are doing okay. They're, they're getting by. Uh, they're living a decent life. Um, and they're, you know, they're looking for upward mobility, mobility. So I think there's a lot of great things happening there. The problem in Guatemala is that bottom sort of 50 or 60%, which are mostly living in poverty, and some of them are living in extreme poverty. And so from time to time, as you live and travel around Guatemala, you meet a lot of um, missionaries, you meet a lot of charitable organizations, people that come from the US to really go to small villages in Guatemala and and, and try to help people improve their lives. Um, and so there's a lot being tried in Guatemala. Um, but, uh, you know, really what's going to help them 
ultimately is to have a stronger, more vibrant economy where people can stay there. Because one thing I feel like I've gotten out of living there and meeting with people there is that people do not want to leave their country. Where you're born, you usually love where you, you know, whether it's your city or your state or your country, typically people don't want to leave. They want to be near their family. They want to be near their friends, um, but they really only leave for opportunities. So, um, or maybe when they're in really, really desperate situations, they'll even, you know, risk their lives to leave. Um, And so no one wants to do that. People, so when we see this kind of border crisis going on, where where we see tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people trying to cross the border into the United States every year, and they've taken a very, very, difficult journey to get there. Some of them didn't get there because they were killed or they died along the way, maybe from hunger, disease, prostitution, slavery, all sorts of you know issues. Um, they've run into narcos, they've run into drug dealers that you know kidnapped, all these sorts of things. So a lot of people didn't make it. And then when they come here to the United States, they kind of got to live in hiding for a while, right? They kind of got to just make it in the in the black market. Nobody wants to go through all that. Um, people People would rather stay in their own country. So I think one of the things you know we could do is try to help people in Guatemala help themselves and help um, help help themselves improve the economy. And I think a great institution like Universidad Francisco Marroquin is producing so many amazing graduates who are doing just that. And then again, a lot of the entrepreneurs I've met, including people like Beto Reyes, the mayor of Palencia, who has this amazing coffee farm, who's improving the lives of people in his community. They're doing amazing things like that. So I really wanted to help bring their voices to you through this podcast on those first 10 episodes this year. Again, if you haven't listened to some of them or all of them, I encourage you to go back and do that. Uh, maybe you'll have a little time over the holidays here to do that. And uh, and then, yeah. And then if you, if you want, you know, you remember, we actually had seven more episodes after that this year, uh, after I came back from Guatemala. And those episodes included my good friend, James O'Keefe, who's the founder and CEO of Project Veritas, who talked to us about his fearless journey leading this journalism enterprise. We had Bart Herbison on episode 112, who talked to us about how he has led the Nashville Songwriters Association, protecting the, the property rights of songwriters. And he's done that for over 25 years, and he gave us lots of amazing stories. Then on episode 113, we had Steve Cesari entrepreneur and author of the book Clarity. And uh, wow, he just was like a fire hydrant of information and really trying to help us as either aspiring entrepreneurs or anywhere you are in your career to have more clarity in your life and to build it upon the foundations of faith, family, finance, friends. And um, what's the fifth one? Faith, family, finance, friends, and... uh, um, Fitness, of course, fitness. So, uh, so at least speaking of fitness, the next episode, 114, we had a tennis coach and entrepreneur, uh, my friend JY Abone. JY was on our episode number two almost eight years ago now, and he returned with an amazing entrepreneurial story. In some ways, he said he was very much inspired by listening to this podcast. Luckily, I had him on episode two, so he just kept listening to most of the episodes since then. And um, he said one of the things he loved about the Agents of Innovation podcast was the small, the small guy making it, the, doing the, focusing on small things. What can you do step-by-step step each day? 
Uh, you don't have to be, you know, Steve Jobs or Elon Musk. And those aren't the kind of people I necessarily have on this podcast. Although I would welcome, you know, Elon Musk on anytime he would like. Uh, but uh, but JY uh, now is the founder of Aboni Tennis, and he's developed an innovative way to coach young people, young tennis players through the power of technology. So that was episode 114. And then episode 115, by the way, uh, I, I had James O'Keefe on while he was in Miami earlier this year. Uh, Bart Herberson, he and I did the call to the interview through Zoom, but Steve Cesari and JY Aboni, I actually interviewed them in person in Atlanta. So that was fun. Then I spent a month of this summer in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And that's where I, I sat down with my good friend, Carter Fowler, who actually is somebody I hired a couple years ago. I hired his company, Agile Brand Lab, to actually develop the uh, brand of what became Fearless Journeys. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you see the Fearless Journeys logo behind me, uh, and you see the name and you see the motto, chart your course, that all was developed through the help of Carter Fowler and Agile Brand Lab. So he he walked me through an amazing process. We talked about that on episode 115. Episode 116, I had Katie Williams on, a super mom who is uh, now an Amway, I'm sorry, not Amway, uh, a Tupperware superstar. And she is um, like an amazing saleswoman and manager and mother and just doing it all. And also, not only is she earning a great income, she's earned a lot of amazing trips. And she talked to us about how her and her husband, my good friend, Mike Williams, how they went on their 10-year anniversary to Rome, all paid for by Tupperware because of all the great sales and teams she's leading there. And then on my last episode, we had a young man, the youngest guest ever on the Agents of Innovation podcast, at 19 years old, we had Matt Stone. Matt Stone is an Elvis tribute artist. As anybody knows, Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll and one of my, well, probably my favorite musician of all time. And uh, can't get enough Elvis. And I've seen Matt a couple times now in um, in pr like performing. And he does an amazing job, but he has an amazing story. He didn't go to college. Uh, he got married. <laughs> He's 19. He's doing a lot of kind of like consulting work on the side, but his he's an amazing singer and performer and knows about everything you can possibly know about Elvis Presley. And I don't understand how a 19-year-old can know that much information about somebody who lived, you know, 50 years ago. So, um, But it's, uh, it's amazing we had him on and he had a lot of uh, great insight to share with us as well. And that leads us to today. So that's kind of been the recap of 2022. If you didn't get a chance to listen to all those episodes. Again, I, I I really encourage you to go back and do that, and um and then we'll 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 talk some more in in the coming weeks and months. Um, but it's it's just been an, an amazing 2022. Um, this has been another great year for the Fearless Journeys community as we continue to try to uh, you know uh, move the community forward. Um, if you are interested in in joining you, the community, you can go to fearlessjourneys.org and connect with a, a lot of these amazing entrepreneurs that we've had on the podcast. You know, more than 50 of our previous podcast guests are now uh, featured innovators in the Fearless Journeys community. So if you're a member of the Fearless Journeys community, you get access to direct online coaching sessions from them, from one innovator every month. And also, we have a book club. And in that book club, we, 
you know, we read once every two months. We assign a book to read together as a community. But I got to give a shout out to my friend Eric Smith. He once every two months isn't enough for him anymore. And I think this community really inspired him to read more. And he is now a power reader, this guy. I mean, he's reading one or two books in between the the assigned books for the Fearless Journeys community. So that's great. So this year we read, here's some of the books we assigned this past year. We we read through How to Get Ahead by Zach Slayback. Again, Zach was a former guest of this podcast, a featured innovator in the community and the author of the book. Um, and so we had Zach on the uh, a live coaching session to talk about his book with members of our community. Um, we we listened, or I'm sorry, we read through The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Um, we had one of our featured innovators and author himself named uh, Josh Simmons come on and lead us through the conversation about uh, The War of Art and, and how it inspired him uh, when he was trying to become a writer himself. And now Josh has at least eight or nine books, uh, works of fiction. So that was pretty cool to hear from him and get to our members got an opportunity to connect with him. We also uh, read through the HBR guide. That's the Harvard Business Review Guide to Crafting Your Purpose. Such an amazing book. And that was uh, written by my friend, John Coleman. Uh, again, John came on, the author of the book came on and interacted with members of the Fearless Journeys community who read through his book. So pretty cool. We also um, read the classic book by Robert Kiyosaki called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, about reframing your mindset when it comes to money, savings, and investments and, and business in general. Um, we actually had a few featured innovators come on and lead a discussion about that book, including Claudio Sorrentino. Dan Lesniak and Sean Gross, they are all you know founders and CEOs of their own companies. And they came on to talk to us about how they were inspired by Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and how we can be inspired uh, by that book as well. Uh, we also read through an amazing book called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and uh, John David Mann. And then crazy enough, I posted about the book on LinkedIn. I tagged the author's and within less than an hour, Bob Berg said, thank you. I'm really glad to hear you guys are reading the book. And then he and I got into a little LinkedIn conversation. And I said to my friend Giovanni Triana, who originally recommended the book to me and to the Fearless Journeys community, I said, man, I almost feel like I should invite this guy on one of our live sessions, even though uh, Gio and I were actually planning to lead that session uh, since we didn't think we had access to the author. And I didn't know any featured innovators who had actually read this book. And sure enough, Bob Berg accepted our invitation to come on and have an online conversation with the members of the Fearless Journeys community after we finished this amazing book. And you know, the other day I saw a tweet where somebody was asking, what was your favorite book in 2022? And boy, I looked at all these books and some of the other books I read. And I said, I think The Go-Giver. I mean, The Go-Giver just really stands out. It was short. It was concise. It was to the point. It was a fictional story, um, and it was very, um, it was very, very um, impactful right away, personally on your own life. So, if you have not read The Go Giver, that is my my favorite book of my favorite book I read in 2022. And uh, I want to thank Bob Berg again for coming on and leading that discussion with us. Then we read a book uh, by Dave Ramsey called Entre Leadership. And this was suggested by my friend, Carolyn Ohm, who actually works 
for Dave Ramsey's group up in uh, Franklin, Tennessee, just outside Nashville. And um, so we had um, we we actually use this book. It's really really great. Um, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be an entre leader, uh, but this is kind of combining the ideas of entrepreneurship and leadership and how it can be infused through any company or organization. So that was great. And then one of their entre leadership coaches there at Ramsey Solutions came on and led the live session with us. His name is Mike Howerton, and I'm really grateful for Mike. Uh, for doing that. And um, and we actually took a group trip to Nashville as part of the Fearless Journeys community in October. And all of our members that came on that trip got to visit Ramsey Solutions. We spent several hours there. Uh, we met with another one of their entre leadership coaches. Uh, we sat in on part of the Dave Ramsey show. Uh, we got to like learn his story. And it was an incredible experience at Ramsey Solutions. And my friend Carolyn uh, who works there guided us around. So it was really awesome. And then to come back a couple of weeks later and have this online session led by Mike Howerton um, really, really added to that. So that's where I really saw the power of the Fearless Journeys community come together. We read a book, we visited a location uh, where the author has built this amazing organization of 1,100 employees. He's obviously a nationally syndicated radio host. And then we had one of his entre leadership coaches come on and lead an online session for our group. So that's really cool the way we were able to bring all of that together. And then the last book that we read this year, uh, we just finished called Clarity by Steve Cesari. I mentioned earlier, Steve was our our guest on episode 113 of the Agents of Innovation podcast. And he was gracious and kind enough to come on and lead an online session for members of our community to interact directly with Steve and ask him some Really great questions. And, you know, my friend Kelly Hanlon and Kevin Comer and Eric Smith, I got to give that they, they asked Steve some amazing, amazing questions that really, um, really make, made Steve think a little bit too. And you know, one of the things I thought about at the end of that live session was, you know, a book is never final. That book that Steve wrote was about eight or 10 years ago when he published it. But uh, there were some things he said he rethought since he read the book. And so when he was talking about balance, for example, Kelly kind of questioned that that a little bit. She was she's juggling a leading a consultancy firm, having two kids, and um, and you know commuting while listening to this Zoom session. <laughs> so she's juggling a lot, and she said, you know, it's really tough to to balance everything. And and maybe the word balance isn't right. And Steve said, you know what, you're right. I actually have rethought that word balance. And he said, what you need to do is you need to integrate things into your life. Where do things fit for your faith, for your family, for your fitness, for your finance, for your friends? Where do, where can where can you integrate them in different parts of your life at different times of your life? So that was uh, really great, and this is this is again why you know books are not final. Uh, so it's why you want to continue talking to authors, and it's why you want to give your members access to the authors through things like a book club and online sessions that we do. So. I really encourage you, if you're not yet a member of the Fearless Journeys community, join us. It's it's really very easy. Uh, the membership levels start at $25 a month uh, and $250 a year. I mean, very, very simple. Uh, think about the stupid things you waste money on uh, every week, every month. I know people um, spend money at Starbucks. They spend seven, eight bucks for a latte, maybe five times a week. And um, if you actually just got rid of your latte about three times a week, you would have uh, you would have a membership in the Fearless Journeys community pretty pretty easily, and and you know I know the I know the coffee wakes us up in the morning, but you know innovation and connecting with innovators really stimulate us even more. Um, 
The first thing you could get started with if you haven't already is join our free newsletter, fearlessjourneys.org slash subscribe. And you get on our free newsletter and you get to hear uh, some updates from the community once a week, including some some short inspirational stories from about some entrepreneurs. So that's a good start if you don't want to pay right away to be part of the membership. But if you do uh, want to connect with these amazing innovators, many of which we've had on the, the podcast that you've listened to, uh, you could do that in the Fearless Journeys community by, by becoming a member today. And I really encourage you to do that. And also take a look at some of our group trips because we have helped people connect with each other and connect with entrepreneurs on the ground in places like Guatemala, but also Nashville. We had an amazing group trip in Nashville in October. And I mean, we went to the headquarters of Bitcoin Magazine, sat down with the CTO and co-founder, Tyler um, Evans there. And we sat down with some amazing entrepreneurs that are running an AI software for hotel concierge services. Uh, we, We went to Ramsey Solutions, like I mentioned. We went to the Nashville Songwriters Association, interacted with a songwriter, um, we then we did some fun stuff too. We went to the RCA Studio B where Elvis Presley recorded more than 100 songs. We went to the Country Music Hall of Fame. We had a lot of fun on Broadway. Went to some of those uh, some some of those great honky tonks. Uh, just went on a party bus. You know, it's a lot of fun. And in March and April of this coming year, we're going to be going to Uruguay and Argentina. And I'll talk about that a little bit more on a future podcast. But go to fearlessjourneys.org to learn about all these ways you can connect, how you can be inspired through books, through conversations directly with some of our featured innovators and other members of our community, and how you can travel with us together to some exciting places, connecting with fellow travelers, fellow members of the community, um, making new friends, and and learning and being inspired. So that's what we're trying to do here in the Fearless Journeys community. I encourage you to join and stay tuned to this podcast because we're going to have some amazing guests in the coming weeks and months. And uh, a little surprise for you very soon, uh, coming out in just next month, in just a few weeks, I'll be having a book out. So stay tuned for an announcement about that. But I will be releasing a book. Looks like January 10th is the release date. So uh, the, the manuscript is final. It's being uh, printed. It'll be up on Amazon soon. And I, you will be the first to know if you stay subscribed here and subscribe to the Fearless Journeys newsletter at fearlessjourneys.org slash subscribe. And don't forget to subscribe yourself to this podcast, write a review, really appreciate it. It really helps move us up and get us some more attention so that we can inspire more people, connect more people, and help more people level up and chart your course in 2023. We'll see you soon.